The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. See, we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee. I believe that every heart is kind Some are just a little underused Hatred is a symptom of the times Lost in these uneducated blues I just want to love you while I can all these other thoughts have me confused I don't want to try to understand Maybe I'll turn off the fucking news Turn off the news and build a garden Just my neighborhood and me We might feel a bit less hardened we might feel a bit more free Turn off the news and raise the kids Give them something to believe Teach them how to be good people Give them hope that they can see Hope that they can see Turn off the news and build a garden with me Trust builds trust All that negativity's a bust Trust builds trust Don't you want to be happy? Turn off the news and build a garden Just my neighborhood and me we might feel a bit less hardened We might feel a bit more free Turn off the news and raise the kids Give them something to believe in Teach them how to be good people Give them hope that they can see Hope that they can see Turn off the news and build a garden with me Turn off the news and build a garden with me All right, and that was Turn off the news and build a fucking garden Love 
love it. Lucas Nelson. Now that was uh, one of the songs that they played uh, at the Kukua Kukua Festival. Festival. Jack yeah, Johnson. 2020 with uh, Jack Johnson. Now usually that's a big thing here and it's live it's and, it, and it brings event. in a huge amount of money. But this year, obviously, it was virtual, but it was so cool because it was live streamed from everybody's homes and it was across the world because not everybody was here in Hawaii. It was really cool and yeah, it, was it was beautiful. It was a good way to get a free event. It was a good way to get a free event, but it was also just some great laid back island vibes that I so was it. I really needed that, you know? I was yeah, so needed yeah. that. There's a lot of stuff you can get today for free. Yeah. For sure. If you stay in line for two miles, you can get even free food. <laughs> two miles, is that it? <laughs> I'm being serious. There's a lot of free stuff going on right now. No, it's true. I know. Oh, my God. So I'm, I'm taking advantage professionally. There are all of these professional yeah. development trainings that are free right now that are normally hundreds of dollars. You can take a class. I'm, they're trainings, to learn webinars, the Hawaiian language. Oh, I'm doing that, too. Yeah. So excited. Okay, right on. Cool stuff, right? Yeah. All right, so this week we're going to be doing things you don't know about Hawaii. Uh, maybe there's some things that you do know, and maybe <laughs> maybe many of them you don't know. They're pretty cool. Yeah, but we're gonna, yeah we're going to try to make this a, uh, a fun podcast once again while we're going through this hellhole. After we talk about the hellhole. Yes. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, what is going on in Hawaii right now with COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. And uh, first, we're going to go talk about a couple of little stories first in an email, and then we'll get right into the corona, and then we'll start to get into this podcast. And at some point, we'll introduce ourselves. Yeah, that would probably be a good idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. This is the second time in the week that we've done this. I know. How does that even work? And, and mind you, this is the free podcast. I know. And we should be introducing ourselves right away. And yet be. we kind of screwed that one up. Let's so just do it now. Let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Who are How's you? How's it? And welcome to Living the Aloha Life Podcasting Pono in the 808. I'm the poor man. And I am Dr. Aloha. Sweet. <laughs> okay, so we have that out of the way. All right. Okay, let's get right into it. Okay, so this is from Robert. Um, Robert sent us an email. Thank you for the last patron-only podcast and the free one. I'm now working nonstop driving a semi-truck, 600 miles, seven nights a week, and the isolation in this truck is killing me. As I'm usually around people all the time, it is your voices over my, over my radio and the entertainment you guys provide and those of my loved ones on the phone that keep me going. I'm keeping my friends and family in my positive thoughts every day, and I include both of you in that circle. I was also wondering if you were able to secure the PPP or any other small business help from government. We have been unsuccessful in both. The company I work for has also not been successful in obtaining any of the CARES Act money. Hopefully we can see something soon. Just thinking about you guys and hope all works out. Till next time, stay safe. Aww. No PPP here. No PPP. No, 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 nothing. Nothing's coming through, uh, Robert. So it's been really tough. I can say, though, that stimulus did come in. Yes. So stimulus will be in on the 30th of April here. So that's the first money that we're seeing here. And how about you? How are you doing the stimulus? I didn't even get a date. You didn't get <laughs> a date. But I was able to put my direct deposit info in finally. So uh, Okay, so you're getting there with that. Yeah, for some reason I just wasn't able to enter my info for a long time. Okay. 
People in this household are getting their stimulus eventually. I'm scheduled to have a direct deposit on April 30th. So that's the first money I've gotten in over a month. So it's ridiculous. And as for the PPP and the um, SBA, and then the whole idea with the $600 extra a month from the federal government added on to unemployment, um, I filed for unemployment, haven't gotten it yet. They haven't got back to me. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. There's a huge problem with it's that. It's just a mess in Hawaii. We talked about that last yeah, time. Yeah, it's a complete disaster. <laughs> it's not better even with the thousand volunteers. They're using a 40-year-old <laughs> computer system. You're talking about a DOS system. You're talking about like um, war games. That was the name of it. They're using computers from like war games. I mean, it's ridiculous what's going on right now with uh, the computer system here. And after the missile alert, they should have got this stuff right. And this is insane. People are waiting. People are starving. That's why you have food banks. Okay, they usually, the food banks here in Hawaii, guys, have a, um, what, they spend like 30000 a month. Mm-hmm. They've been spending almost a million now a month. And from 30000 budget to a million? That yeah. tells you how many people are starving in Hawaii. And what was their annual budget? Like 700000 And they do like that, that in a month. Yes, and that's yeah. insane. Yeah, so the year budget is gone in, in uh, less than a month. They've already spent $1.3 million in like a month and a half. Because nobody in Hawaii can get unemployment. Nobody here, and plan has come through. Uh, nobody has any money to go shopping. It, it, it's absolutely insane. Now we're starting to see that the shelves are stocked again. Because people don't have the money. Did you notice that? Well, I haven't seen toilet paper yet. Still toilet paper. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> it's just... But the food's why back, are yeah. people still <laughs> taking toilet paper? I'm still. just Still! Like, How many months? I'm dying to see when it's finally back on the shelves in Hawaii. Oh, my God. It's anyway. Anyways. Thank you, Robert. Yes, thank you, Robert. it's really nice to hear that we can make a difference for you while you're driving. And he's not the only one, and we'd love to hear, you know, some people leave um, messages, right. you know? Uh, some people do emails. Some people leave comments. Any way you guys can get a hold of us, go ahead. Just talk and, to us. Uh, yeah, and we'll discuss it on the podcast. Right on? Okay. Right. Okay, so the first thing we're going to be talking about is something that we haven't talked about for a while now. It's a couple of small stories uh, before we get into COVID, and it's Haiku Stairs, which a is the Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven, the Board of Water Supply is not understanding, comprehending, or doing what they're supposed to be doing. So they wanted to tear it down. This has been ongoing for a long time. However, a few months back, they allowed nonprofits or anybody to submit proposals to take over. Yeah. And, you know, take haiku stairs off I their did. hands. I yeah. did. I did a nonprofit. Your nonprofit volunteered to do it as well as others. Very Friends well of known. Haiku is way larger than we are yes. concerning the stairs. And they had a proposal way larger than ours. They wrote a nonprofit. Novel. It was like a dissertation. I mean, the Board of Water Supply doesn't seem they to give a shit. They thought of everything, and now instead of accepting any of these proposals, they're back to tearing it down. What's really upsetting is that they're doing this in the midst of COVID-19. When they think they can sneak it. When they it. think they can sneak it in and say, you know what, we're taking the stairs down. Because they don't want to work hard. They don't want to try to figure out a solution. They want to take the easy way out, which is actually going to cost them a million dollars. To remove half of the stairs. Makes no sense it's to me. So dumb. And so this is a part of history. It's a huge part of history. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just really devastated about it. Um, I don't even know what to say about it because so it's, yeah. It, we're able to submit 
testimony via email up until Monday at Tomorrow. noon. So by the time this yeah. podcast goes out, I'm sure it'll be too late. Yeah. But, um, you know, the problem is most people don't even know about it. And of course, the testimony has to be via email because there's no in-person testimony. Right. So this is a good way of it's, getting out of it and closing the stairs. It's crazy. So this is very depressing. And we've done on our side everything we can to keep these stairs open. And I think the next route is we're going to have to block the stairs and we're going to have to protest like the Kanakamali have been doing at Waimanalo, at TMT, and all these other spots. I'll do it. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. And the thing, the difference is, is what they don't understand is more than likely the Hawaiians aren't going to be there. This is going to be Howleys, and Howleys can get violent. (laughs) We're not as peaceful. (laughs) We're not as peaceful. We'll be spitting, we'll be hitting, we'll be, you know, so I don't think they want to deal with this. I mean, I don't know what's going on, but you do not want to take these stairs down because then the state is going to be liable and the Board of Water Supply is going to be liable because people are going to be going up the back way and they're going to be getting killed. And it's going to be much more dangerous for people to continue to do the stairs. They can't stop the back way. Right. A, that, it's a legal that, yeah, hike. Yeah, yeah, it's a legal hike. So they can't stop. Well, technically, I don't know what it You're is. You're just not allowed to touch the stairs. Well, technically, going up that ridge, I don't know how legal that is, but going through the valley, that's Mauna Lua. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's, a, that's a state-run trail right there. Right. But once you get up on the ridge, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, people are going to still go up. People are going to get hurt. People are going to get injured. People are going to get killed. Because the Boto Water Supply doesn't want to give it over to one of these great organizations to make it safe and legal. I just want to know what is their reasoning for not doing that. It would be so easy to get it off their hands. The truth is, is, is does anything make sense in Hawaii? No, but this really doesn't make this sense. Is, this is like the top of the list of why Hawaii fucks everything up. That's the honest truth. This just shows how off they are with everything that they want to get rid of, like the tenth wonder of the world, when they could bring in so much money for this place. Uh, are you talking? How much money does Hawaii? So why we're going to have a shortfall right. budget? I don't know how many billions of dollars we're going to be out, but this would be a perfect opportunity to get a little bit of that. Back. Millions of people come from across the world to do this hike yes. every year. Every and, yeah. year, if somebody just took it over and charged admission, yeah. How much money would the state make? Like, you know, I, I, even my short little, even our short little proposal was well done to where you charge a certain amount of money for vacationers, they get permits, and then the local people get charged uh, a lot less, or they can get on for free. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm just so upset about this. I don't want to go off on a. I know. Let's I don't want to explode and go off because we have another story that's quite <laughs> alarming. And it's not a good story. Like a lot of people think it's, oh, it's amazing. This is the most wonderful thing ever. It's not. What is it? Orcas are starting to come into Hawaiian waters. And these are pods. Killer whales. Killer whales. There was a uh, several pods spotted. Uh, do you know when it was? I think it was just the other day. The other day? Yeah. Okay, so there was, a, there was a pod of eight and a pod of five. Mm-hmm. And, Kona um, Coast. Kona Coast. And we have seen one or two come in here and there. And because they're, in, they're coming into the warmer waters and they don't really know their way around, they, they've been beached and they, they died. But this was the first time ever for ever. a pod. And right. it was more than one. So a pod can be in ranges from 5 to 10 and 15. And the thing is, is when they're in pods, they're actually much more protected and of themselves. And there's a lot more different minds going on to think of how we're going to get out of this. 
So they're able to probably come into Hawaiian waters, see what's going on, and then go back to where they came from, which is usually around Alaska. Now tell everybody why this is a bad thing, because a lot of people were so excited to see them and said it's like a dream come true. Right. So it's not a dream come true, because if anybody knows what orcas do or what they're capable of doing, they're one of the most intelligent whales there is, but they're also killers. Uh, What does that mean? What do they eat? Well, first of all, the humpback whales come down into the Hawaiian waters in the wintertime and they give birth to calves. If you know or if you've seen or, you know, studied at all these, these amazing whales, is they will pull the calf away from the mother and kill the baby calf humpback whale, which is crazy. It's devastating. Okay, what else do orcas eat? They eat seals. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if orca pods came into Hawaii and wiped out the Hawaiian monk seal that we only have about 1,300 left. I know, we barely have any. Okay, what else do orca whales eat and kill? They kill great white sharks. They can kill any shark. That's now, insane. Now you're dealing with the mano, which is the amakua of the Hawaiian people, which is the tiger shark. These beings that are in Hawaiian waters are essential for Hawaiian waters. And don't even get me started about the spinner dolphins. Spinner dolphins, Spinner yeah. dolphins are much smaller than the dolphins that the uh, orcas are capable of killing, it's going to be like appetizers. What they're going to do is they're going to have an appetizer of a couple of uh, spinner dolphins, then they're going to go up to a monk seal, and then they're going to have a, a, a tiger shark, and they're going to finish it off at dinner, and they're going to have a, a baby calf humpback. Let's so just you, hope it's this a disaster. was a fluke, and they're not really coming. It started off a couple. Now it's pods. I know. Now is it going to be five pods, six pods, seven pods? How long are they going to stay in the warmer Hawaiian waters? Are they adjusting to warmer waters? We don't know, but this is not a good thing for Hawaii. This is very bad for Hawaii. And it can completely destroy the ecosystem in the Hawaiian waters. So we we can't have this happen. So if it came to the point where Hawaiian monk seals, we found out that that, uh, pods were killing Hawaiian monk seals, we might, have might have to kill. We might have to kill the pods of orcas. Uh, it's it's. It, I don't know how Hawaii would be able to accept that either. But we, I don't know what else you can do. You can't allow them to come in and wipe out our uh, highly endangered species here. I know. I love our monk seals. Ugh. And talking about that, Honey Girl just passed away. One of the most oh famous Hawaiian monk seals in Hawaiian waters that I would always bring tour groups to. If you guys have been on a tour with me, you've seen Honey Girl. She just passed away a couple of days ago. I know. We do not know why she passed away, but she's had like 20 pups. So she was a big bringer of increasing the population of Hawaiian monk seals, and she passed away. We don't know why. There is a disease here from feral cats that a lot of uh, Hawaiian monk seals die from, believe it or not. And now they want to wipe out the feral cats. Yeah, but you don't even know that's true. Okay, well, we don't know because they couldn't do an autopsy because of the COVID-19. I don't know what that has to do with a monk seal. Why Absolutely can't, nothing. I, I think it had ridiculous. to do with I think it had to do with two or three people being around the body too close to each other. Oh. Is that what it had to do with? I don't know. I don't know either. But we do not know. She was buried in a Kualoa ranch. And she was bleeding. She was bleeding from the head and face area. It doesn't seem uh, like it's from feral cuts to me. So someone had mentioned that when someone stops breathing or or their heart stops the excess blood flow will come back up maybe through the nose or through the mouth that's what someone had said i don't know if i i don't know if that's true or not maybe a doctor out there can uh, let us know but i don't know so um yeah we don't have a lot of good stories today <laughs> let's move into some more depressing covid19 news <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> well, this is not good. Where are we going? <laughs> I promise our podcast will be fun when we get to the bulk of it. Okay, go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and update on the uh, COVID. What do we got? Well, we're just going to have a couple discussions yeah. here. So number one, when do we believe Hawaii will open up again to the locals? Let's talk about it. We've only had between three to five cases every day the past week, which is yeah. new cases, which and is actually tremendous. We've had... It's really going down if... 14 deaths? Uh, I was going to say 12, but maybe... I don't 14 know. deaths. I think we just had two more older people pass away. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think it was... Yeah. Yeah. Two more older people. So... But I mean... Sad. The, it's, uh, it's actually all the older ones that are getting it. Out of the 14, no, I, I think, it's all yeah. older. Yeah, it's over 60. So, I mean, we were pretty successful with flattening the curve here. We did it very quickly, so that part's awesome if we are, in fact, you know, truly testing enough people and... Which we're know, not. ...representing the actual... <laughs> Which we're not. <laughs> ...population here. Nope. I don't know. Nope. I have no, no idea. No, we're not. No, we're not. So maybe <laughs> we shouldn't be getting excited about our low cases. Well, I it don't is, know. I don't well, know. Well, I think it contributes to also essentially, essentially closing down our airports. There's a lot of stuff going on with that that's that we're going to get into, but I think that's helped out a lot if we didn't close, essentially close... You can't close an airport, but essentially close the airport... I think we'd be in a lot of trouble. And I, I think that's... I agree with that. Well, I think that's why one of the reasons why they actually essentially closed the airport because they knew that if it got out of control, the hospitals here could not handle mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And that's the one thing, that's the one huge, huge problem here in Hawaii is if it was to get out of control, we would really be in trouble because it's not like you can get ventilators from somewhere. Right. We're an island. It can't come from mm -hmm. the next state over. Right. Yeah. Well, I know. So when do we believe that Hawaii will open up to the locals? Well, right now they extended the imprisonment until may <laughs> 30 home order until <laughs> I, the call end of it, may. I call it imprisonment <laughs> uh imprisonment until may 31st so you're looking at june 1st now uh that we're not even not even the local people are supposed to be able to come out to hawaii so the plan is to slowly start to open yeah. up some things like yesterday some state parks were open well it was supposed to be all state parks just for exercise not for lounging or picnicking or anything like that but i was reading on facebook that a lot of them are actually not open <laughs> so it sounds like select state parks were opened you know what that reminds me of what they just did the other day <laughs> what? you can have food delivered to your house but you can't have flowers delivered to your house oh do you want to talk about that because that's, well, that's freaking crazy no right so for mother's day people want to know that they can have flowers delivered to their house to and they weren't mothers. allowed to yeah. For, yeah for mother's day and they're not allowed right so now they what they did is they try to try to get the governor to say wait a minute you can deliver food but you can't deliver flowers how does that make even make any sense i mean you're not going to eat the flowers it doesn't even matter if you're not going to eat the flowers. What's I'm the difference? Flowers are safer. Well, of course, they, right, that's right. They are safer, and so it's like you're saying you're sitting here and saying the state can't get on the same page. Just like the parks, some parks are open, some parks are not hiking. I don't know what's I know, going on. No, but the message was that all state parks would reopen. And now on they're Saturday, not. And now I'm hearing a handful of them are not. Okay, so the state's fucked. I don't know. Anyway, so I don't think this place is going to open until Fourth of July. So that's just locally. Yeah, locally. And then the next question is for tourists. When do you think it will open for tourism? And that might be a while. I'm thinking 30 days after they open it up to locals. So if they can go four weeks without any new cases, or maybe the cases continue to shrink, they can't shrink much more. We only have a couple, like what, five a day, right? Yeah. If they go down to zero for a month, then maybe you can open it up to, to certain states. So that's going to be a problem too. Because some states in the mainland, not every state is going down. Yeah. Some cases are going up in some states. And when you think about that, the proposal in your mind is, 
okay, 30 days after Hawaii doesn't have any more cases. Once it opens up and the locals are out going to like local restaurants and things like that. But I don't think that can work. It's interesting because you're right. Like a lot of seats in the Northeast are still peaking right now, right? Right. So I don't think that will work. So unfortunately for Hawaii, I don't see how you can stop some people from coming from some states and let people come from other states. That is a disaster waiting to happen. Because if you open up travel to the whole entire United States, you're letting people come in from really bad areas into Hawaii too early. They had in the past been saying Hawaii might not be able to open to tourism fully for a year or until there's a vaccine. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know what, I don't care what anybody says. I don't think there's any vaccine coming in the next year. It takes, sometimes it takes a decade. And honestly, the flu, it changes every year. We don't have... Well, that's true. It mutates. So you can get a flu shot, but then you may still get the flu anyway because you get a different strain. So it's, I don't know. So it doesn't make sense. So the problem is, is Hawaii is very, Hawaii has to be very careful in how they do this. And because I have no confidence in Hawaii as it is, that I don't know what's going to happen. But if they were to keep Hawaii shut down, if Hawaii shut down through the summer, I don't think this, I don't know how Hawaii returns. I don't know how I'm it happens. I'm curious to see what happens with Georgia having reopened. Let's see what happens within 14 days now that they've yeah, opened exactly. up this weekend. If exactly. they get a resurgence of cases, that might... Every, it'll be then, very telling. Yeah, everybody may shut or down again. Or maybe they'll be totally fine. Maybe it'll be totally fine. But it could contribute because it's becoming summer as well, right? Oh, and they did say that. Yeah. The, UV, mean, the UV lights. We always have our sunshine here, especially this time of year. So. Just don't... Just don't inject any disinfectant into your body. So, suppose we hit the body. I see the disinfectant. Suppose we hit the body. We're tremendous ultraviolet. Suppose we hit the body. I see the disinfectant. Suppose we hit the body. We're tremendous ultraviolet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's not go off on that. What else we got? All right. Yeah. Um, And if you believe that, you're an idiot. Okay, anyways. (laughs) And the next question, what will Hawaii look like when it opens back up? Will we be wearing masks everywhere? Probably, yeah. (sighs) I don't think anybody wants to vacation in Hawaii wearing masks. Right? Have you seen all those memes, like all the pictures with... um, people on vacation and they um have the suntan lines from face masks. Mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i don't think anybody <laughs> wants to come hawaii and wear masks and be constricted on what they can do it could what be they a can reality see. though what if you're only allowed to travel here if you wear a mask everywhere you go every time you're out in public you wear I, a face I, mask what for, would you do for me for me this is unacceptable because for another reason on top of it is the fact that at some point I'm going to say I've had enough of wearing this mask thing. Of course, it, it's, it's time to horrible. It's time to come out of the closet and it's time to stop friggin' being afraid all the time. And, and this is fear-mongering at this point. Every time I go to the grocery store and I look around and I see everybody in their masks, I'm like, this is ridiculous. What kind of world are we living in? What kind of world are we living in? But also, like, weren't we just told when this whole thing started that masks are not effective and now they're <laughs> mandatory? I'm just, the whole message is so confusing. The message is completely confusing. And when you break it down, I think to this day we've had like 50,000 deaths. And it's right around where the flu is. So we never locked down for flu. Oh, so let's not get into that. I know, but is every year, every year, if we have a type of COVID virus, are we going to shut down every year? Or is it next year or the year after? I think right now, because it's brand new, we've never had it before. That's the difference. I don't know, man. I'm just, this is no way to live. Of course We can't not. live like this. 
I like the whole idea about staying home and getting, you know, closer to family and getting some things out of the way that you haven't done. But at some point... You can't you stay need, shut down forever. No, you need to get back to living. <laughs> you know, you need to get back to living. What can possibly happen in the fall and winter that we need to be prepared for? Well, when it comes to Hawaii, I think you need to be prepared for another shutdown just in case coronavirus comes back or a different strand of coronavirus comes back. You know, if you are planning on, uh, you, you know, vacationing to Hawaii or anything like that, I, I, I don't know what to tell you right now because nobody knows what's coming. Right. That's unknown. Yeah. Because, we'll find out. Yeah. Because the, when we had the Spanish flu, everyone reopened in the second wave. You went from a small amount of people getting killed like we have in this case and then the second wave killing millions. Right. Like that's multiple scary. millions. And that's scary. scary. So we have to be ready on a possible shutdown again. Now, I'm very nervous about that, especially for Hawaii because we would have reopened. It's going to be more devastating for businesses here if they reopen and bring employees back and then have to shut down again. If they have to shut down a second time, those those businesses are not coming back. It's <sighs> it's sad, but either we stay shut down or we know, and we don't know. So I'm just saying I don't know if Hawaii is going to look the same way it did it's when a it reopens. Game. Yeah, yeah. How are the people of Hawaii currently being affected? Well, if you know Hawaii, people do not like staying in. People, no, people cannot put up paradise. with this. We yeah. surf, we swim, we hike. We're out, outside all the time here. Yeah, people can't deal with this. It's getting bad here, and people are starting to lose it. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then they're also losing it with the government too, because they're not. They want them to stay in, and they don't want them to work. Yet they can't get them their money. I know. So what do you want them to do? They need to get out. People in Hawaii need to get out, and it's very hard. You have to understand Hawaiian culture. Hawaiian culture loves to hug. Hawaiian culture loves to Hug, kiss. kiss yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, hold each other. Any, we don't do shake hands. We don't, no, we don't yeah, shake no, hands. That's offensive here. That, yeah, we, we hug. And, yeah, and for you're telling now a culture not to do that anymore, where they don't even think it's not necessary. It's not necessary to, to, to oh, wave, do shakas all the time instead of like holding on to each other. Um, I don't know. This has been really tough for Hawaii, and I don't know how they're going to get through this, honestly. It's, it's, it's getting hard. Well, next up on our list was talking about when Hawaii reopens, how it might not look the same and some of our businesses might no longer exist. We kind of covered that already, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. When Hawaii opens up to tourism, the 14-day quarantine isn't expected to end right away. It's going to be here for a while, and state officials are discussing more invasive ways to keep <laughs> tourists in check, such as ankle bracelets to monitor them, just like you're in jail, right? Um, similar to those used to monitor criminal suspects with GPS tracking. What's happening? They're also, what are they putting in place now for tourism? So when tourists land, they have to provide a phone number for where they're staying? They want to give us ankle bracelets as if we're criminals. No, no, no. But what's in place right now? I'm more concerned about that. Oh, okay. I wanted to touch on this, though, because <laughs> it's important. So I, when people, this was... They haven't gotten the 14-day quarantine right yet. But this was put into place yesterday, I think. Thank God for that. Um, now, when people land in Hawaii, they have to provide their phone number of where they're, where they're staying. staying. Yeah, they have to do a bunch of information. And then the, they will call, and if nobody confirms, they're going to be sent back home? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sent on like a plane that. back home right away. Why are you people coming here? I don't know. Haven't you? Lo I mean, is it really those $20 plane tickets? It's got to be. <laughs> 
or they weren't <laughs> refunded for their previously planned trip. I don't know, but I either way, know. just I don't, don't go. Yeah, don't come to Hawaii. There's like anywhere from 100, if you guys can believe this, we have on average 30,000 people come to Hawaii a day. We have now from 100 to 500 people coming a day. Could be 109 people, could be 300 people, could be 500 people. We haven't had any more than 400 and something. But why are you guys coming here? Why are you coming here right now? Because it's really cheap? <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, those people who are, de- who are deciding to come to Hawaii right now and be selfish like this, you're really hurting yourselves because the people of Hawaii are not happy with you right now. It's true. And the people here are very angry. Now, we have the Aloha spirit, but I'm seeing some stuff I've never seen before. Yep. Protesting at airports, honking their horns, driving up and down the street saying, go home, Howley. Go home this. Go home. We don't need you here. We don't want you here right now. You shouldn't be here. This is kind of creating that stigma that people have had for a long time, especially with the resentment of how Hawaiians have been wiped out by disease again and again and again. And once again, the selfishness of these uh, Americans or wherever else they're coming from coming to Hawaii and the Hawaiians don't want them here. And then there was a there was a mask on Duke Hanamoku statue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people have taken that in different ways, disrespectful or or in a good way. Some people were saying, "Oh, you want to protect the Duke, like that is respectful." And then other people were like, "Oh, it's so disrespectful to yeah. put that on our See, Duke." So that's a thing too, right? So you you're putting a, a mask on the Duke. Yeah. It's perspective. I mean, I don't have any I, I think it's sh- for me I had written that it's shocking. That's why I asked mm-hmm. the question. Yeah, what yeah. do you guys think? I don't th- I'm not going to say either way, but for me it's shocking to see that because it just tells me like we're in a whole other dimension here. What were I don't your know responses? what's going on. Oh, everything from if you're native Hawaiian, you would understand this. Or if you're American Indian, you would understand this is disrespectful. This is like putting, this is like putting a mask on Geronimo or, uh, you know, all those great Indians and uh, Indian chiefs. But uh, I can understand both sides. I can understand some people who saw it as respectful, like, like you said. Like you're trying said. to protect the dude. Yeah. So, but then those are, those are white people. <laughs> it wasn't my opinion. I just saw that comment. Yeah, but, uh, I, yeah. but it's very clear. The ones who think it's respectful are white people. Right. And the people who think it's not respectful are the natives. <laughs> so that tells you right there, are you going to go with the white people? Are you going to go with the natives? Think. You want go with you, the culture. You, yeah. You won't really want to go with the culture. So the culture, you don't believe it's respectful. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy, but... um. The whole 14-day quarantine is not working right now until hopefully these new things are put in line. And then hopefully they're going to be more strict. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully it'll work and hopefully it'll discourage more people from coming. Yeah. But now you're creating a whole nother thing because people... Thank God it hasn't been in the news lately. Because if people on the mainland that love Hawaii and want a vacation to Hawaii were seeing what they're doing here to tourists, mm-hmm. that might discourage tourists to come from you know in the future right, to Hawaii. which we want of course we, we want, want them, we just yeah. don't want it right now <laughs> yeah we just don't want it right now but i think it's going to take a long time for tourism to come back and i know this is depressing but i think it's going to be years oh that's so depressing it's, it's i don't know it's what we're going to do here how many people i mean including yourself work in tourism it's i know i don't know job industry what here. i'm going to do i don't know what anybody in the tourism authority is going to do anybody that does tours or does uh travel agencies or anything i think they're fucked i i hate to say that working but in resorts even even working in resorts i think we just need to change the frame of mind and getting to other things yeah. Do other things to support the economy here. Hey, this is so random, but going back to the airport stuff, if tourists fly in and then they end up being sent back home for whatever reason, is our state paying for those tickets home? No. How does that work? I don't know. They're paying it themselves. 
Are you sure? Because a lot of these people are getting one one way tickets to Hawaii. I and know, they gotta, they gotta get their one way ticket back home. I hope that they're paying for it. I have a feeling our state is. No, I don't think the state is because if this, we find out that the state is paying for these fuckers. That's what I'm saying. No way, man! I'm gonna explode. Get out! I taste that one there, though. You think I'm joking? You fucking screamer. I think you should look into that because... All right, I'm going to have an explosion <laughs> by next week. <laughs> All right, so last <laughs> up. If one thing comes out of this, we hope it's investing more into local agriculture and farmers markets. Yeah. Being more self-sustainable with growing our own food. We're kind of starting to see this come out a little bit more. So do you think it's going to happen? I talked about this, that this is the best thing that can happen to Hawaii. I cannot believe 70% of produce comes into Hawaii when it should be, I know, when it should be 70% of produce is produced here and we export it. We need to export more goods. We can grow anything here in Hawaii. We need, we need to be self-sustaining, and we're not yet. And I know that's shocking, but it, it is sh- it's shocking it's so to the people shocking here. It's people because everybody knows we're so capable of it. So why don't we do it? Why don't we do it? We need more farmer's markets. We need people to get involved more with uh, agriculture. We need people to... St- we need the, the this generation now to get into growing crops. Why the kids we, today. Why are we so dependent on avocados and bananas being shipped in? <laughs> when we have plenty of avocados so and bananas. Many. I have no idea what's happening here. The thing is, is that this is a shake-up and a wake-up call for Hawaii to get more involved in producing more for ourselves and exporting it and making money off it. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we don't do that, we can see what's going to happen. Right. Produce here is ridiculously expensive. People can't afford it right now. That's why you have people. You have to, you have a quarter million people that are going to be fed by food banks soon. Yeah. I mean, this is sad. So why aren't we growing our own crops? Why aren't there more uh, farmers markets here in Hawaii? There should be way more than there is right now. Agreed. You know. So let's do that, and hopefully, this is the good thing that comes from this. That you know, maybe we can have tourism and agriculture. More people in agriculture. Farming's not easy. I know it's not. And the kids today, I don't know if they want to get out there and get their hands dirty. We'll see what happens, but we need to get more involved with that. Produce our own food. Turn off the news and grow a garden. Right on. Okay, we're gonna (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Let's do it. All right. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life Podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. All right, we are back. And now we're going to get right into it. Things you didn't know or may not know about Hawaii. And this is the fun part of the podcast, finally. Yay! (laughs) No more depression. (laughs) I hope that everybody learned something new here today. I hope so. Right on. Hawaii was illegally overthrown by the United States. Yes, and it was overthrown in essentially 1893. It was annexed to the United States. Now, a lot of people, you're not going to read about this in our history books. It's not going to say, oh, Hawaii was overthrown, taken over illegally. Right. 
you know but once you go down to the bishop museum you start going to all the museums here the Ilani palace you start learning about the real hawaii you're gonna see and really you know when you like see those commercials at like three in the morning and then it's fine print yeah yeah oh and then small print says it's gonna kill you you know i mean that's essentially what we have here in hawaii it says oh yeah and 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 you know in this year hawaii became a state and everybody was cheering in the streets with the american flags and happy nobody was happy about that i know yeah so let's just be realistic in the small yeah it's a huge misconception that people just don't understand no they don't understand that hawaii was illegally taken over and once you can get past that fact which some people have a very hard time doing then you can understand the animosity and the resentment that many hawaiians still have toward america and going back to last week's podcast watch that movie hawaii yes James Mishner. Exactly. Well, he wrote the book, but I Yeah, then you'll get it all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hawaii. Oh, wait. We said this was going to be positive. That one wasn't positive, but moving forward, (laughs) it's going to be positive. (laughs) I promise. Oh. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Is there anything else in here that's not positive? I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like starting the first one negatively. Wonderful. Hawaii has 10 of the world's 14 climate zones. That is so freaking cool to me. Uh, We have everything. Yeah. We got jungle, rainforest, desert. We have like uh, tundra, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of the top of the volcanoes, we get snow. snow. I mean, we have all different kinds. It's amazing that almost all the different climates of the world can be found just in the Hawaiian in islands. In one state. I know. That, so just so you guys know, and a lot of people have had, have said, oh, it's 11 or it's 12 of the 14 or things like that. But supposedly it is 10. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Hawaiian Islands are the most geographically isolated island chain on Earth. Yes. So. Which I kind of love. Well, if the apocalypse is going to happen, and there's a zombie apocalypse, or even a pandemic like this, if it was, put it this way, guys, if if this pandemic, you know, it only kills like 1% of those it infects. So let's say it killed 25%, which would be absolutely, it would be a horror movie. Hawaii could then shut, shut down. They, mm-hmm. they, they could, because no one would even be getting on planes at that point, not even anybody. And Hawaii would be completely safe, as long as not, as long as the sickness didn't get here. Right, because we are so isolated. Yeah, no yeah. one could get, yeah, we, we'd be all set. That is true. Hawaii is the only state that grows coffee, cacao, and vanilla beans. I wonder if everybody knew that. I mean, I knew coffee. Yeah. You would think coffee could go somewhere on the mainland, but it doesn't. No, I did know that. And then cacao... Cacao's I didn't know we were the only state. Yeah, cacao is a new thing here. It has to be a certain elevation. The so weather has to be very precise to grow cacao, which is chocolate. Right. Um, usually it's a, you know, like in South America and things like that. And uh, so for it to grow in Hawaii, people actually didn't even believe it could be grown in Hawaii. So is there one island in particular? Do you know? That no, more almost... All the islands now can grow it. That's yeah, cool. yeah, which is really cool. And, and then vanilla, vanilla beans. beans. I didn't know that one. Yeah, vanilla beans. That, that must be a whole entire thing with elevation and stuff too. That's cool. So yeah, very interesting. All right, the Hawaiian archipelago consists of 137 islands and atolls stretching over 1,500 miles in length. That's yeah. pretty cool too. Yeah, nobody knows Hawaii makes up 137 islands, originally called the Sandwich Islands by uh, James Cook. Because we think of eight. <laughs> yeah, we only think of the ones that are really truly inhabited. The other ones, I mean, you're talking about going all the way over to like Midway Island. 
And I think it includes the islets as well yeah, in that yeah, count. Exactly. That's a lot of islands though for Hawaii. You people could live and I don't know if people do live on the other islands. Maybe like little outposts of people on some of the other islands. I wonder. A lot of them are going underwater right now though. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're like they're, they're right about 3 feet above sea level. So once a storm comes, that island's underwater. It's done. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, every time a huge storm comes or a surge or king tide, yeah, the island's underwater and then it's not again. So you couldn't actually live 24/7 on them. Gotcha. Yeah. This one's pretty cool. Hawaii has no billboards, rabies, snakes, or seagulls. Right. Your favorite, and seagulls. <laughs> I, right. So I'm from the East Coast originally. I was never a fan of seagulls. I don't like seagulls. Also the fact that if you guys go back to Hitchcock's movie, The Birds, they're essentially crows and seagulls in that movie. <laughs> And I don't know, seagulls have that thing where if they gang up on you, they could kill you. You just like don't like vultures. them. You just don't like them because they eat your food on the beach. Yes, but I mean, <laughs> they could eat you too. So you just don't know. I mean, the, the seagulls are very smart and they look at you and stare at you. And I don't want them here in Hawaii. They would, they would, they would destroy the ecosystem here if the seagulls were here. They would wipe out every seabird there is. Yeah. So we don't want that here. Snakes, well, obviously. I love that we don't have snakes. Yeah, it's nice to hike without having to worry about snakes. Nice not to have rabies. Rabies, it's amazing, but man, it makes it torture to try to bring your animals over that to the island. That is torture. <laughs> but in the end, it's worth it's it. It's worth it. It's totally worth now, it. Now, the thing with the billboards, it's nice not to have to see Viagra on the side of buses here. I love that there's or, new billboards. Yeah. Because our landscape is so beautiful here. Can you imagine destroying no. it? No, some like, states, some st other states don't do billboards either. I don't, I don't know exactly the count on them, but... For Hawaii, not to have billboards, it's amazing. The scary thing about this, though, is because of what's happening right now. If it could change? Yes. Oh, God, I hope because not. Because to support the bus system and to support the other public transportation... No, they there would be huge protests. No, I know there would, but think about it, though. Could you imagine yes. billboards on the H3? No, they're not going to do stuff like that, but they could start putting it on buses, the rail... The oh, rail will have it on yeah, the side yeah. of the rail. They'll have advertisements. I and could see that. B just because of this? I don't know. But you know, the other thing that we didn't mention in here that people don't have is remember back home where you would see these small prop planes and they would be pulling yes, the Yes, at ads? the shore. You're right. We, that's not allowed in Hawaii oh, either. Goodness, so I you, that. Oh, I can't stand those <laughs> planes with those signs saying, so you know, will you please marry me shit? I don't want to see that anymore. We're just advertising <laughs> like fast food and yeah. whatever. Yeah. So yeah. that's not allowed in Hawaii. Good. Yeah. Hawaii has its own time zone. We do not observe daylight savings time. Yes. I love that. Why can't everybody adopt that? Everybody should follow Hawaii <laughs> and have no, none of that time zone stuff. All that stuff in the old days, it was all based around the crop season mm -hmm. and harvesting and everything. And that's why they did that. And yeah, just get rid of that. I think everyone should get rid of it. It's so stupid. Just let's go at the same time and be good with it. It just messes with you so much It does. And, I mean, back home, I couldn't stand it because you'd get up, it was dark. You'd go to bed, mm -hmm. it's, you know, you'd get out of work, it's dark. It's so depressing. depressing. Yeah, I'm so grateful Super we don't depressing. have it here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. The southernmost point of the United States is located in Hawaii, South Point on the big island of Hawaii. I guarantee we nobody actually, knew that. We actually talked about this in... Um, one of our podcasts. Really? It was, I think it was a patron-only one. Yeah. And we talked about what the lowest point is on the big the, island. We talked, yeah, the, the southernmost point. Pretty cool. I can't remember which episode that was, but I, do, I totally I remember wonder how many. I wonder how many people would think it was somewhere in New Mexico. Mm, that's a really good point. But yeah. I, I bet you people, a lot of people would think it was somewhere in... They, they don't realize that the Hawaiian Islands are so much lower than the main... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not right across from the United States. It's lower. And then I remember the Florida Keys. Key West has um, the big 
like statue thing that says you southern, know, southernmost point of what florida i guess so but That's i mean it just comes to mind you know what i'd like to look at a map and think about that you know i was not thinking about the keys yeah. I want, I'd like to see where the, where the United States, where uh, Big Island lines up with the Keys. I just That'll remember because I have a picture with that. Yeah, everybody, check that out on your map and see what's going on with that. See if we're actually bullshitting you. No, no, no. <laughs> this is, I believe this is actually true. No, I hope so. I hope, I hope, we, I hope we're giving fucking facts out here. <laughs> no, we are, we are. <laughs> okay. But I think going back to misconceptions, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. thinks it's Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Hey, yeah, some people may think it's Florida or, or I Mexico. Did. Yeah, that's an, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to look that up after now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> About 200 of the 680 types of fish in Hawaiian waters can be found nowhere else in the world. Yes. That's actually really cool, too. I had no idea. Yes. I mean, we have some of the most beautiful tropical fish that are only found in Hawaii. What about the rainbow? Are they Hawaii? The rainbow, uh, the parrotfish. The yes, rainbow parrotfish. Yes. Um, no, I think they're, they, they're actually supposedly, the rainbow is not part of that 200, I don't think. I think that's, uh, the rainbow parrotfish is invasive. Oh, yeah, maybe from yeah. Hawaii. Okay. I don't even think it's from Hawaii. I didn't know that. There may be a particular parrotfish in that family that is indigenous to Hawaii, but I'm not sure if the parrot one is. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful, <laughs> and a lot of, but it, a lot of them are killed here, and people think it's, oh, it's bad, but... It actually kind of chomps on and keeps the reef healthy, and then it poops out sand. That's how we get our beaches. <laughs> if you can believe it, the cucumber too. Really? Yeah. The cucumber uh, also takes in sand, poops it out. People don't I get this. People, know people that. think this is a joke or something. It ain't a joke. This really? is real. Yeah, of course it is. I didn't know this. Yeah. I'm going to Google all this Good. later. Good. You do that. <laughs> I will. Yeah, if you're ever under the ocean, you're, you're watching the parrotfish, you can hear this crunching. They're, they're biting down. They have like these little parrot jaws and they crunch down on the reef and they chew on it and then they poop it out Whoa. and when they poop out you can see them they swim by you and they poop out this sand you're like oh good it's sand i'm gonna be so mad if you're messing with me i'm not messing with you <laughs> <laughs> there's monkeys in hawaii too did you know that shut up <laughs> they're in the monkey pot trees <laughs> shut up didn't you have a guest ask you that one yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> no monkeys in hawaii no, guys there's no monkeys in hawaii <laughs> all right let's move on yeah 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 by a legislative act, Hawaii became officially known as the Aloha State in 1959. Yeah, so that's the that's the year that it became a, a state. state. Yeah. Now that's the issue with that, right? Because it was mostly the military and Americans that voted on it becoming a state, and the Hawaiians didn't. They didn't want it to become a state. But there were so many less Hawaiians. Why did you even include the military? And Americans voting on that. Yeah. It shouldn't have been. It should have been only the Hawaiians, Hawaiians. voting to decide if it was going to be a so state unfair, or not. Yeah. It's so unfair. It makes absolutely no sense. Oh, by the way, we're gonna in, we're gonna infuse all these Americans and all these military. Let them vote to make the Hawaiian Islands a state and fuck the Hawaiians. So you don't have a chance. <laughs> I, isn't that abs It's absurd, isn't it? Yeah. It should bad. have been only the Hawaiians. But yeah, guys, so that's how that all went down. So when you see, go back and see the celebrations in black and white and everything, sometimes it's color of it too, but you see everybody in the streets excited and fireworks and American flags flashing around. See if you can spot any Hawaiians in that group. But <laughs> this is about it becoming the Aloha State, which has yes, stuck. Okay. It has stuck. The so Rainbow State, the Aloha State. The Aloha here, I mean, I know that there's some resentment for sure still, but yeah. it is. There's so much Aloha here still. There truly is. No, there's a huge amount of Aloha here. Just not right now today. Maybe not right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to be taking our mid-break. We're going to listen to Rainbow by Jack Johnson once again. 
Right, it's Jack Johnson and G Love, I believe. Yeah, and uh, J Love, exactly. And this is from the Kokua yeah, Festival. It's, it's such a positive, uplifting song. I just, I heard this and I fell in love immediately. I never heard the song before. Well, it's crazy because the other week when we were doing um, oh, the, the show on Rainbow. rainbows, yeah, couldn't find the song. Right. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Now I found it. I know. So I love good. it. So go listen, and we'll be right back. All right. All right. Well, I woke up this morning, rainbow filled the sky. Yes, I woke up this morning, rainbow filled the sky. Oh, that was God telling me everything's gonna be alright. So long, good friend When will we meet again? I said so long, good friend When will we meet again? Well, I don't know, I don't know But I guess I'm Continuing on, the Hawaiian alphabet consists of only 12 letters. The five vowels are A, E, I, O, U, and the seven consonants are H, K, L, M, N, P, and W. Wow. That's it. 12 letters. That is why every road sign looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, nobody can pronounce any of the Hawaiian words, really. 
because it's so many consonants. Yeah. And they're the same consonants yeah, over and again. Yeah, and essentially you really have to, just you guys always remember this, you got to break the word up into two to three words, and then you should be able to pronounce it. But if you just try pronouncing it in one go, you're not going to be able to do it. Right. And then I didn't mention the Okina and I forgot what the other thing's called, but like there's a, um, the Okina breaks up the word. It's actually right. considered a letter, is it? Um, I guess so in the Hawaiian language. It's like a backward apostrophe, and if you see that in the word, it's a pause. Yeah, I don't. So, re- do we see that on a lot of the signs? Are they even in, used no, in the signs? They're not, not used the in the Hawaiian signs. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's only in the language, not in the signs. So that kind of screws you up too, right? And I don't know what that other symbol's called. I forget. I don't know what you're talking about. The line over the letter. Oh yeah, that's is that only over the vowels though, right? Yeah. A e yeah. i o u. Yes. Yeah, because it just creates a different pronunciation for them. Yep. Right on. And also, depending on where the certain letter is in the word, has a different pronunciation. And sometimes the W is a V sound. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, depending but on where always. it is. Not always. Not always. <laughs> it's really if confusing. It, if, it's the, if a W is further to the end of the word, it's usually usually a V. Except, and if it's toward oh, the, yeah, more yeah. toward the beginning, it's a wa. Except so for wahiwa. <laughs> don't you love that, right? <laughs> so if you go learn the Hawaiian language, it's like, <laughs> oh... So if it's later on in the word, it's a va, except for when you have to pronounce <laughs> wahiwa. I mean, it's not as bad as English. English doesn't follow any rules. No, so. no, English is way worse. So it, actually, the Hawaiian language is, is is easier to pick up and learn. Yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah. Beautiful language, too. Oh, it is. It's so beautiful. Yeah. All right, so this next one, I'm not sure how many people know this. Gambling and lottery scratch tickets are illegal in Hawaii. Yes. Isn't that crazy? I mean, obviously we have no casinos here. Most people know no that. Casinos. But did you know we can't buy scratch tickets? No lottery tickets? No lottery tickets. No scratch tickets. Why can't I buy a $5 scratch ticket? <laughs> right? I know, but we would, I mean, back home, you go into the 7-Eleven or the grocery store or anywhere and get a scratch ticket. So do you know? Do you know why we can't? Uh, I don't really know why. I guess once you start letting scratch tickets and lottery tickets in, I guess eventually gambling is going to come into your state maybe. I don't know. Uh, kind of, I think for Hawaii, they've discussed many reasons why, um, you know, maybe it brings in the kind of shitty crowd that mm, people don't want. Uh, Hawaii is struggling to survive as it is, and there's a lot of poor people and low income, and 60% of the people who live in Hawaii already can't afford Hawaii, so this would just make them poorer. Could. So, yeah, so that's a problem, but for the Hawaiian people... I don't know if they would decide if they want it or not, but if you know on the mainland, obviously, a lot of the gambling places are run by American Indians, you know, Ameri- and, you know Native Americans. So Hawaii, the Hawaiians would love probably to have a casino here because hmm. they would get most of the money, obviously. And I mean, Hawaiians really love Vegas, the Ninth Island, right? Yes, they love Vegas. <laughs> That's the Ninth Island, right. So they go to Vegas all the time. So And we're not giving them a casino. So I don't know. I don't know. This is just the way it works here, and maybe uh, you know what you, you know. It's funny that you were talking about these things because you know what, some of these things may change now with this. What's going on right now? I wonder. We don't have money. Yeah. We are so far in the hole right now. Billions of dollars in debt right now. The state funding, so gambling, um, billboards, unfortunate things like that may have to come to Hawaii. Oh my gosh, that's scary. It will change. It so will. Much. We. Uh, I don't. No, I don't want that stuff here. No. But I don't want to pay more in taxes either. We I already, know, we already I know. get killed there as it is. It's true. All right. I, I think <laughs> I said these are all positive. <laughs> I may have misspoke a little. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, no, no. They are positive. It's yeah. positive we don't yeah. have it. We're just yeah. talking about the what if scenario. Right, right, and that's a right, little right, negative. Right. Okay, moving on. There are no racial or ethnic majorities in Hawaii. 
About 30% of Hawaii's residents are Caucasian. Asians make up about 40%. Native Hawaiians and other Pacific Islanders make up only about 9% of the population. Sad and pathetic. That is so sad to me because they're all being forced out. And I'll out. tell you, I'll tell you, we got more than 40% Asian here. I know, that's what I thought What does too. that mean? No, I think that's the majority. No. Asian for sure. I mean, it's definitely way more than 40%. Boy, look at you. got 40, 30. Come on. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No. So I would say um, when it comes to Asians here, I'm not, I don't know how old this is, but Asians are probably closer to more to like 50 to 60%. I was going to say 60. Yeah. 60%, 30% Caucasian, and then about 10% Islanders. And that's sad because you guys are just going to remember there was at one time in Hawaiian Islands, there was 2 million Kanaka Maoli's, and now there's about 250,000. So you, you're actually looking at a complete genocide of the Hawaiian people. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. All right. Positivity. <laughs> what is going on? I feel Facts like... Facts are important, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I feel like somehow we trail each fact with something negative. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Let's try the next one. Okay. Hawaii is one of only two states that has interstate highways without actually bordering on another state. Right. Isn't that interesting? But they're still called interstate highways. Yeah. But where does it go? <laughs> What's into, and, and just going a little bit off subject here, the uh, Hawaiian Islands, it'd be so cool, like the Florida Keys, mm -hmm. if you could have bridges. And just drive them. And just drive. But the thing, is, is the, the thing is, is the, the valleys under the ocean are so deep. Oh, that yeah. I just don't think it would work unless you did like a floating bridge. But then that wouldn't work because when you have hurricanes come in and everything would completely destroy the floating bridges across the islands. I don't know even how that works. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're pretty advanced, I hope. I hope we could come up with something like that, but um, it would be keys, very difficult. When the Keys gets hit with hurricanes, which they do pretty often, yeah. do you know, has there been any damage to their roads? Yeah, of course there has. That connect yeah, there, there has been damage. Some have been underwater. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Hawaii is a whole nother beast. No, I know. Yeah, we're talking in the middle of the Pacific here, so I just don't think it could work with bridges across. I really wish it could. I really wish that'd be so cool because you, be you, really you could do you could do day trips to the other islands. You could I go mean, it wouldn't even be it wouldn't even be that far. How long of a drive do you think it would be from here to? I don't know. I don't know. Maui. Hours, hours. Maybe it's maybe doable. maybe uh, three to six hours to get to the though. other islands, and. Uh, but I think what that would open up, believe it or not, and something I don't think Hawaii wants here is RVs. I think RVs. Oh, that's a good point. I think there'd be a lot of RVs coming to Hawaii then, and I think they'd be going back and forth to the islands and maybe living island to island and finding yeah, places. Course. And then, then there would be such a demand, then probably they would have to bring in parking lots for the RVs. And I, I don't know what it is. I love that idea. If if that was able to happen, man, I would love to have a hundred thousand dollar RV and just go. Just go around the islands consistently every year. I'm a huge year. fan That'd of RVs. I life. think they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. I would love to do that. <laughs> but, but you're right. If that happened here and there were, you know, just That's what would happen. Of, yeah. That, I mean, the people who can't afford Hawaii would be buying RVs. It's true. It'd be a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Hawaii wants that either. So it's, yeah, it's tough. Oh, uh -huh, but it would be really cool. It would be cool. Yeah. All right. This next one you're helping me with. Okay. You ready? Yeah. The state fish of Hawaii is... Humu, humu, unu, kunu, kua, kua. I don't think that's it. I read it. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> All right. Humu, humu, nuku, nuku, apu, a, a. Humu, humu, nuku, nuku, apu, a, a. Makihiki malahini, hu. Humu, humu, nuku, nuku, apu, a, a. Ooh, 
that sounded kind of the same. I don't know. Well, you guys, if you know how to say this, like call really us, well, like call us and leave us a voicemail and pronounce it for us. Yeah, yeah. If you guys watched uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, the bartender says it really well. Yeah. <laughs> so, also known as the reef triggerfish, the hibiscus is a state flower and the state bird is the nene. And what is the nene? Oh, I love the nene. You see it all over Kauai mostly, right? Yeah. Um, how would you describe it? It's a, like a Canadian goose. Okay. Yeah. I don't know originally where they came from, though. That's the interesting thing. Yeah. Like, supposedly that's the, you know, obviously it came from somewhere else. So, I'm not really sure, but they hmm. only reside here now. But where did they originally come from? I don't know. Maybe no maybe Canada. Maybe somewhere in Canada, and they worked their way down here and never left. And we don't have any on Oahu, do we? No, no. We only have them on certain islands. Yeah, yeah Kauai. Definitely, de- yeah, Kauai. Big island, maybe? Big island, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but they never made their way here. I don't know why that is. I don't either. Too too overpopulated. Too <laughs> yeah. overpopulated, maybe. But the hibiscus flower, too. Particularly the uh, yellow hibiscus. Hmm. Yeah. You want to try saying that name again? Again? Yeah. I think I did it enough. No. Why? Do it. Okay. Humu, humu, unu, kunu, kua, kua. <laughs> it was beautiful. I did a wonderful job. <laughs> <laughs> that was not right. <laughs> I love this. People are going to be laughing at you. If you guys can say it better, say it better. I think you should try one more time, too. Humu, humu, nuku, nuku. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. I said it once. I did say it right once. Did you? Yeah, I did. See, I don't even know if it's right or not. I no, it's okay. I so it it's funny. Humu, humu, nuku, nuku, apu, ah. Good job. I think you did yeah. it. So that's the thing is, see, you're breaking it up into, so it's humu, humu, nuku, nuku, apu, a'a. See, that's the thing. You got to break it up. If I actually put spaces in the word, I would be able to do it. See? Exactly, yeah, right? It's yeah, it's true. I do. I need to yeah. space it. I need yeah. to chunk it. And then I read each chunk separately, and that's how I pronounce Hawaiian Yeah, words. if you just say it, like we were just talking, I was just talking about the highway names. If you just say it, like I just said it without breaking it up, and she said it without breaking it up, and we both fucked it up. Yeah. So if you break it up into the different spaces you can say it very because well because it's actually very repetitive and short little chunks it yeah, is it like is. humu 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 yeah, yeah exactly okay right on I hope, right. That, I hope you guys get bored with that right there <laughs> but uh, we just want you to know how it's done and how difficult it is, it is. or how easy it can be <laughs> right on okay yeah moving on mauna kea is the tallest mountain in the world if measured from its base on the ocean floor to its summit Haleakala is a world's largest volcano. So I didn't know that about Mauna Kea. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's from the base of the ocean all right. the way to the top. Uh, we have the highest and largest volcanoes in the world if you go from the bottom of the ocean, which a lot of people don't realize. No, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool Pretty stuff. Pretty cool. Awesome stuff. That's why it's, you know, it's it's only, you know, above the land. It's only like 13,000, 14,000 feet. Right. And the snow up there, it sits above the clouds. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yep. Okay. During the winter, it can snow on Mauna Kea, Mauna Loa, and Haleakala. Yes. Just as you yes. were saying. Snowstorms. <laughs> I know. It's pretty, pretty cool. cool. It's really yeah. cool when you see the video footage of it because yeah. it, it's like real, legit. Yeah. And if, and if you do want to get that little bit of cold climate, go over there, any of those islands, go to uh, Maui or the big island and uh, get your winter clothes on. 
Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. By law, no building on Kauai is allowed to be built taller than a palm tree. Yes, they stick by that, and the other islands used to stick by it. All islands used to do it, but that ended on Oahu a long time ago. It ended on Oahu a long time ago, but Big Island too? Yeah, all the islands used to do it. No, but Big Island doesn't anymore? I don't know if it still does it right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'd have to get... I mean, some reason they're really sticking to Kauai on this, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't definitely don't think on uh, Maui anymore. No, definitely not. Uh, maybe still on Big Island. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, I'm if curious. you guys know if they built taller than palm trees on Big Island, let us know because I don't. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Trust right in the on. facts. All right, sea cliffs of Molokai are the tallest in the world, rising two thousand to three thousand feet above the waves. Yeah. They're stunning. Tallest sea cliffs. They're so stunningly beautiful yeah. too. Molokai is just a beautiful mm-hmm. island you guys get the opportunity we're going to be doing a podcast on molokai so yeah well we already did it about father damon yeah and we talked about the sea cliffs a little bit too but then we'll do about the history and we'll we'll get into a lot about the uh the trail with the uh, mules yeah there are no traffic lights or shopping malls on molokai thank god I just can't even imagine what life is like with no traffic lights. It sounds amazing. It sounds like lim- I just think yeah. about how much time I spend stuck at red lights here on I Oahu. Know. <laughs> well, there's only 3,000 people that live there, I think, no, or I less. Uh, Lanai is also is low in population, too. Like right. I can't remember if it's like 1,500 or 3,000. You have to look back, but it's very slow, a very small population on both those islands. Right. But I think Lanai actually, obviously, if it's not here, it, it probably lights. does have traffic it does, lights now. Yeah, yeah just yeah. a couple. I think it's only like two or three. Yeah, and there's, but there's only like one town on those islands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The Iolani Palace in Honolulu is the only royal palace in the USA. It was built in 1882 under the reign of King Kalakaua. It had electricity four years ahead of the White House in Washington, D.C. I bet you guys didn't know that. I did not know that. There's no way you guys would have known that. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, King Kalakaua had his shit together. Yeah, right? Yeah, he, he, uh, we should, we're going to do a podcast eventually on King Kalakaua because he brought a lot of things back that the uh, missionaries got rid of like surfing and hula and dance and all these in right. the melee and all these things and he built the palace and man king kalakaua was a big deal i would say the best kings in hawaii was king kamehameha the first and king kalakaua the last so the first and the last were the best kings of hawaii mm. and you know we already did a show on kamehameha right. uh patron only so the next patron only we, when we do it, it's going to be on King Kalakaua. Cool. Right on. Sounds good. Kalapapa on Molokai was once a leper colony. Now it has about 7,000 inhabitants. And we included this in our Father yeah, Damien yeah, podcast yeah, Father as Damien well. Yeah, Father Damien podcast. Yeah, so a yeah. lot of people probably didn't know that either. And um, I wonder how many of those 7,000 are they all? Do they, do they still all have leprosy? Or mm-hmm. some forms. I know some of them still have leprosy down there. Actually, I can't remember. I know that some of them never left, but I don't right. know if others moved to that area or not. I'm not huh, sure. I wonder. That's a really good question. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll look into that and see how many people of that 7,000 still have leprosy because I know some of them still do. Yeah, yeah, yeah for They've sure. They've never left and they're they still left. down there. It's just that today now they have treatments for leprosy. Right, so antibiotic. Yeah. Imagine Hello. that. Imagine that. I know, imagine <laughs> that. Okay, so we're going to be taking another break and we'll be right back. All right. All right. Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth. An 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, 
responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. All right, we are back to finish these off. Here we right go. On. Can we Bet- stay positive? <laughs> I'm going to try really okay. hard. <laughs> Let's stay positive. <laughs> Between 1965 to 1972, astronauts trained for moon voyages by walking on Mauna Kea, Mauna Loa, and Kilauea's hardened lava fields, which resemble the surface of the moon. Yes, and they also filmed the moon landing. Oh, my God. Uh, in 1969, was it? Weed. What? Go ahead. In Hawaii. There you go. I knew it was coming. <laughs> okay, that's your conspiracy theory. No, it's not. Come on, think about it. Why were they there practicing? They were filming it, man. Do you guys really believe that we went to the moon in the 60s when we haven't been back since and we can't even get outside our goddamn atmosphere? I believe it. I think it what it was. No, listen, there's a lot of people who have problems with this. You know, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. I know, I know. But I'll tell you right now, it was either us, China, or Russia, okay? And we were sending up goddamn chimps, okay? And somehow we managed to do this? I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. I mean, who knows, really, but... I don't know about that. But if you see the pictures of the training, it truly does look like they're on the moon. It's crazy cool to see. It is rude to refer to the locals as natives or Hawaiians. Right. Only people with Hawaiian ancestry can legitimately be called Hawaiians or Kanaka Maoli. People of non-Hawaiian ancestry are simply called locals, even if they were born and raised in Hawaii. And I feel like that's very unique to Hawaii. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand how this all works because we have, it's like classification. Yeah. Uh, Malahini which is newcomers to Hawaii, Kama'aina, which is uh, children of the land who have been here. Then you have locals who were born here. And then you have Kanaka Maoli, who are of Hawaiian or Polynesian ancestry right. that live here and, you and need born to, here. You need to learn that because yes. it, they will get very offended. Yeah, because which one are you? Like, for instance, like a lot of people call me local, but I am not local. I was not born here. Right. Am I, but am but am I Kamaaina? Well, so it's, conv- it's or am blurred. I Malahini because I am a newcomer? Like is t- is after 20, twenty something years? Right. So, so I what, am a Malahini. You're a Malahini, but I'm sitting here going, "What is my distinction? Like maybe I should just ask a Kanaka Maoli. You who, should. What What would you call me? I've been here for twenty plus years. Am I a Kamaaina yet? I mean, I don't know. We get Kamaaina discounts, but we're not. I'm not a true Kamaaina. <laughs> Aloha, five orders of Simon, please. What's Simon? It's one of the foods of our people. Oh, I get 20% off. I'm a native. Here's my Mahalo rewards card. Mahalo. <laughs> hey, I have my Kamaaina discount. I must be Kamaaina. <laughs> I have a Hawaii ID. Am I a Kamaaina? Because they tell me that I can get a discount, but I know I'm truly oh, not. It's it's blurry. It's blurry. Yeah. This is a blurry term, so <laughs> you guys got to kind of like, you got to know who you're dealing with here. Um, anybody that was not born here is Malahini or Kamaaina. 
anyone born here is local or Kanakamali. But it's so funny because I often have people like leave me little Facebook messages, my Hawaiian friend or whatever, and I correct. No. I always correct them. I always no. correct them. But you know what's funny is people just don't understand. Right. So that's the <laughs> ignorance. Yeah. And I think it's. I think that goes along with the ignorance of of how Hawaii became a state. And when it was overthrown, mm-hmm. and they don't understand, uh, really, they don't understand just the Hawaiian culture in general here. And I think that's a shame. I think more people, I think you should be taught more of that in school, but you should be taught, you should really be taught about the amazing history mm-hmm. of Native Americans. No, I agree. The Indian I chiefs, the, I mean, just the amazing thing that the, uh, you know, the American Indians had done and uh, the Hawaiians had done. But you don't hear about those things in American history too much. You do not. Yeah, so interesting. <laughs> All right, this is a fun one. Even McDonald's and Burger King serve spam, Portuguese sausage, and poi and coconut pie in yes, Hawaii. Yes, and rice. <laughs> and rice, right? Yeah, so these are things, you know, like for breakfast, if you get your uh, hash brown, you can ask for rice instead of hash browns for your carbohydrate. You can get poi and coconut pie instead of cherry and apple pie that you would get on the mainland. <laughs> and Portuguese sausage is not something that's served in the mainland. It's just that stupid... Jimmy Dean sausage, those little D- Jimmy so Dean sausages. So what do you, like, is it a sandwich, Portuguese sausage? No, it's just, it's a actually a sliced Portuguese sausage the way you would get sliced Spam. But is it it's just like an item? Oh, a side. Yeah, okay, it's that's a what side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't do Spam burgers or anything. They just, mostly these products in McDonald's and Burger King are only for breakfast items. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different? Oh. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to try their coconut pie one day. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You want to try the poi pie? I'll try it. Okay, right on. All right. Tourists take volcanic rocks from the islands, but every year the Hawaii National Park Rangers receive a lot of these rocks back with the claim that they were bad luck from Pele, the goddess of volcanoes. Yes. Do you have a story about this? Yeah, I do. Yeah, back in the day on our first trip to Hawaii when we did the cruise. We took, uh, we did take rocks from the Big Island. Oh, well, I didn't. My mom did. Yeah. And I would say only three weeks back home, she got into a massive car accident and almost died. And she sent them back? She sent them back. Yes, yeah, she sent them back in an envelope and they actually got a hold of her after and let her know that the rocks were returned and they'll put them back in their place. So it's very interesting. And, and, and this is no joke what this says. This right. A lot of people do do this. I mean. But people take rocks from all the islands. Right, right, right. And who they send it to and where they send it to, it looks like they send it to the National Park, but... Um, I'm not really sure where else people are sending them, but people do send them back. Yeah, they just don't know where else to send it to, probably. No, another thing you don't want to do, we're just going to mention it because we're talking about rocks. Don't pile rocks here. Yeah, because it's desecration. Yeah, it's desecration and sacrilege because of Pele, because when you take her rocks in a natural form that are spread out around the island, and you take them and piling them on each other, it becomes unnatural to her. And you don't do that to Pele just the same way as you don't take her rocks from the island. Makes sense, right? It does make sense. Yeah. Now, uh, when we both hiked on the mainland, the whole thing with the piling of rocks, I can understand why some people think it's okay to bring it to Hawaii, is because when you get to the mountaintops on the mainland, they pile rocks because there's no tree lines. Uh, it's mostly just granite. So what you do is you pile three rocks and use those as trail markers. And you don't do that here in Hawaii. The only time anyone's piling rocks is for ahus or heiaus. And it's like a, an ahu is like a small little worshipping area. And then a heiau is a large mm. area or even a temple or a place where many Hawaiians lived. 
Right. So that's the difference between all that. Okay. That's all right. Tough. That's really important for people to know before they come here. Exactly. All right. This is a positive one. Hawaii has the longest average lifespan in the nation and the fifth longest in the world. That's pretty good because of the weather and the less stressful life. I think that outdoor lifestyle, yeah. people are active. People are always in good shape because they have to be in like their swimsuit body all the time. <laughs> Is that true though? No. Because <laughs> there's a lot of fatties there. <laughs> but there, there is, are yeah. a lot of people who move to Hawaii to yeah. be very active outdoors. Yeah, and there is. Fat. And um, eating healthy and eco- eating the local food here is a big part of it too. So you got exercise, you got eating healthy, a lot of outdoor activities. Local food is healthy? No, like local produce. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, well, you know. (laughs) No, listen. Well, you have to understand that the the Kanaka Maoli food staples were fish, poi, vegetables, bananas, coconuts. Yes, that's very healthy. Yeah, that was all healthy, but obviously since it's been Americanized. No, right. (laughs) No, you're exactly right. I mean, once it's been Americanized. It's just gone down the toilet. <laughs> That's why a lot of Hawaiians have a lot of heart disease problems and things like that and uh, diabetes and those kind of things. And they've gotten really big because of the way the food has they changed eat. here. Which yeah. is why it's almost surprising that we're so healthy. But then you think, I mean... There's the, a percentage. Yeah. Well, the, the Kanaka Moli are such a low percentage of... People 10%. who live here, so yeah. there you go. I would, yeah, I would say about for the Hawaiian people, I would say at least half of them are very healthy. Yeah, yeah, for at sure. least half, at least fifty percent are very healthy, and I would say about 50-60% of the population here is very healthy. I, I probably more. Probably more. I would say, I agree. and there's going to be a reason because we have the long, one of the longest lifespans is because really probably ten to twenty percent are not healthy, but about eighty percent are probably really healthy. They exercise, they get out, they eat healthier. And there's a lot there's, more fresher produce here. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's something to be said for the laid-back lifestyle here yeah. because it's a lot lower stress. Although, you know, I really feel like that's starting to change because of the financial pressures people are feeling here so you know we can't use that excuse anymore of the no stress lifestyle because it's very stressful now <laughs> yeah it's very stressful Changing. it's becoming very stressful and i think it's going to get way worse now that we're going Agreed. through this and i don't know if the lifespan here is going to continue to stay long like this i don't want to get negative well, that's what i'm saying I, we're getting negative we're getting again. negative again but, but it's it's a very valid point because when all of this research was done it was a laid-back island lifestyle yeah. here you know yeah now it's like i think essentially the only way you can still have that stress-free lifestyle is you just when you're home you're worried about paying your next bills and then go for a hike or go in the ocean and mm. don't think about it that's true there i think are, a lot of people do that there are great ways to alleviate your stress i do that right so there's great <laughs> ways to alleviate your stress here in hawaii and i think that's still why we have the longest lifespans here okay yeah only two types of mammals are native to hawaii the hori bat the hori bat hori bat and the monk seal yeah that's it what's the hori bat a hoary bat is a very interesting bat, and it actually comes out in the daytime. Oh! Yeah, it actually hangs around in the daytime sometimes, yeah. So it's not such a normal bat, but it's only known to be in Hawaii. And yeah, they do stay in caves as well, too, here. I was going to say, like, Makua Cave? Yeah, right there's, yeah, there? yeah, there's some bats over there, too, hmm. So, but it is a different bat. It's not a normal bat. Interesting. A lot of bugs. They take care of a lot of bugs. <laughs> well, that's good, I guess. Yeah, yeah, well, most bats do, but... 
Hey, I think we stayed positive on that one. Yes. All right, let's try the next one. <laughs> when you picture Hawaii, you probably imagine a white sand beach. Well, yes, but we also have beaches that come in yellow, red, green, and black. Amazing, and that's what it's volcanic so cool. rock can do over time. Yeah, so let's talk about them. So the black sand beaches, um, Maui and Big Island, yeah. stunning. I mean, the They're contrast between the blue ocean and the black sand, like there's just nothing else. It's gorgeous. That the, uh, I mean, the red and the green. The green, for instance, on the Big Island, too, that, uh, you know, if you really look deeply into the sand and pick... Now, you're not supposed to take any of the sand. Don't go taking any black right. sand. You guys got to remember, if you want to take all these different colored sands from the beaches, once again, you're dealing with Pele now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's really lava rock broken down. Don't it take is. any of mm-hmm. the sand. Uh, the green, if you really look down into it and you pick it up in your hand, you can see, like, little green and yellow crystals. Yeah, so the It's green, gorgeous. It's, um... Do you remember what is that broken down? Do you happen to know? No, I mean it's all volcanic it stuff is still? broken down. Okay. Yeah, but I mean you can see all the little crystals in it. So it's absolutely gorgeous. But it's like an an olive green. It's, it's not, an olive it's, green. Yeah, it's, it's a exactly weird like an olive green. And then the red sand beach. Yep, I don't. You know, I've never been. I don't recall being to a red sand beach. I've seen pictures of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like that red clay. Where is that? Yeah, I, I don't think we either either one of us know where on what island that the red sand beaches are. I think it's Maui. Is it Maui? Yeah. I don't know. It might be Maui or Big Island, probably. Wait, green sand is Big Island? Yeah. Then red sand is Maui, yes. Okay. Um, it's not easy to get to, from what I recall. I think okay. it's a difficult hike to get to the red sand beach. Okay. You cannot drive there. All right. The largest ranch, the Parker Ranch, in the United States is in Hawaii. It is 480,000 acres. The That's huge. ranch in the United States. The Parker Ranch. Yeah. I, Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's I bet huge. you nobody knows that. Yeah. I would assume they, you know, it's cattle. I assume it's a cattle ranch. I don't know anything about it. The Parker it, but Ranch. Look it up, guys. The yeah. Parker Ranch. What does it produce? Cattle? Probably. <laughs> I'll assume. Oh, this is a fun one. Hawaiian Aloha shirts began when missionaries gave Hawaiians white shirts to cover their nudity. Hawaiians painted bright colors and flowers on the shirts to make them much more attractive. You know what? How did the shaka start? Because we don't have that on here, and a lot of oh, people don't know that. Oh, the guy who lost his fingers. fingers. Yeah. Right. This reminds me of like, okay, so the Shaka story. Before we go back into the Hawaiian shirts, the Shaka story. There was a farmer. He was, you know, it was it was cutting his grass, and he would always wave at the kids that would go by from school to go home. And then one day he, you know, he went under the tractor and got his um, three middle fingers cut mm-hmm. off. So it only left him the pinky and the thumb. And then he would continue to wave to the kids. And it was a shaka. And it was a shaka. And then the kids would go, what is he doing? From the distance, it looked like a shaka. So they would do the shaka back. Mm-hmm. Now that story, is that is that a legend? Is that like a fake story? Nobody knows. I don't know. And that reminds me of this Aloha shirt story. Is that real? I don't know. Did the Hawaiians really take the shirts and put them on? I go, you know what? If they're going to force me to wear these shirts, I'm going to paint flowers and beautiful colors on them. Or they said, screw this. I ain't wearing this shirt. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But this story kind of reminds me of like, I, I, I guess I can believe it. But I wonder if it's like the Shaka story. That's I like all I'm saying. It. So, guys, let me know if you guys find anything on the Shaka story. <laughs> yeah. This one's cool. Oahu has a small population of wallabies living in Kalihi yes. Valley. I didn't from know Australia, that. wallabies from Australia live in Kalii Valley. They were um, somehow they escaped the uh, Honolulu Zoo. <laughs> if they escaped the how? Honolulu Zoo, even if they did, how the hell did they get all the way up to Kalii Valley? I don't know. That I mean, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I thought 
I thought they had escaped from the airport from their cages. Because if you think about that, if they escaped from the airport and you were to go backwards, Kalihi yeah, Valley is closer the far, to the airport. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense than actually leaving the Honolulu. If they left Honolulu, you think they would be in Manoa. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't it's know. kind of weird, but yeah, we do. I've seen them. So we do have you wallabies. Have? I've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen them several times. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Wailua River is the only navigable river in all of Hawaii. Yes, that's the only river you can go out on motorboats and boats. You that's can cool. you can yeah, you can kayak and tube down other rivers. Right. Like on Oahu there's some rivers here. But that's the only one that you can put a motorized boat in and, and, and navigate. It's a really wide river. And it's beautiful and that you know, that river will take you to waterfalls, it'll take you to um, the uh, Fern Grotto. Yeah, so, so it's you just get Hawaii. on a boat, you get on a boat. And go to the Fern Grotto. Yeah, so that's I've a done that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I have too. So that's the only place that you can actually navigate. Cool. Right on. Hawaii was the last landmass on Earth to be found and documented by Western explorers. Damn it. That's so Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was never discovered. No, don't say that. <laughs> I know. I know, but you know what I mean? I mean, I, I know, the Hawaiian I know. people, but yeah. So that, that a lot, I bet you a lot of people don't know that either. Yeah, yeah. probably not. Right on. Coral reefs of the Hawaiian Islands make up 70% of all reefs in the United States. I doubt anybody knew that. No, I had no 70 idea. 70% of the United States pretty amazing stuff. Reefs. Amazing. But you also, yeah, I would assume that you have to include all 137 islands. Yes. And then you have 70% of all the reef systems in, in the United States. Yeah, that Or in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Right on. All right, this is our last fact. Whee! <laughs> The Hawaiian flag is the only state flag to display the Union Jack of the United Kingdom, representing Hawaii's historical relationship with Great Britain. Yes. Did anybody know that? I don't think everybody knew that. Now, back in the days, King Kamehameha had several Brits with him, taught his people how to use the muskets, how to use the cannons, and King Kamehameha gave them land, gave them women, gave them animals, gave them everything. So they were right uh, right by King Kamehameha's side. Uh, We could... we could actually do a podcast on the Brits that helped King Kamehameha win the Hawaiian Islands back. That would actually be great because I don't know too much about it. Right, right. A lot of people don't do too much. Like he had, I can't remember the names of those two specific guys that helped him. King Kamehameha was brilliant, but he said, you know what? I'm going to have these two teach my men how to use the muskets, how to do all these things. What the Brits did is they gave weapons to uh, Kalakini on Oahu, which was uh, King Kamehameha's father, and they didn't show them how to use their weapons. Oh. See? Yeah. And the cannons that were up at the Pali Notches. So they were never taught how to use those weapons. They had to learn themselves. And these two Brits taught King Kamehameha that, you know, know, like if you go to the bottom of the riverbed, you have the little stones. Mm -hmm. So they taught him that if you put all, instead of just having one cannon, if you put all the little stones in the cannon and spit it out it'll just wipe out a whole group of hawaiians because it'll be like little musket fires mm. at once so you'd be like shooting like 20 to 100 sp- would just spit out and just well, kill like 20 hawaiians right. at once instead of just having one cannonball so he taught them how to do a lot of different things to win the battles and uh of the Hawaiian Islands. So that's a very interesting we story. We should add this to your podca- podcast list because I'm curious. Like, I want to know the backstory here. How did he even connect with these Brits? Well, the, the, the Brits are the first ones that came to Hawaii, discover. Uh, Cook came first. Right. And then more Brits came after that. And they... But that wasn't a good relationship with Cook, so... 
so it wasn't a good relationship with Cook the second time. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. because there's a long story. You know, we could once again we can do a podcast do on it. James Cook. Yeah, well, maybe we Captain could kind of combine that, you know? Yeah, we can do a story on Cook. We can do a story on the people, on the uh, Brits who helped uh, King Kamehameha. Fun. But, yeah, that's a it's an interesting story. Yeah, Okay, and uh, that's going to bring us to the end of the podcast. But before we do go, it's going to bring us to the perfect opportunity to talk about next week's patron-only podcast about going off-grid in Hawaii and living a sustainable lifestyle in our new world. There we go. You know, I've been really thinking about pushing this now and putting my ideas into overdrive because um, none of us really know what our future holds on the mainland anywhere in the world and I think now's the time to go ahead and put your retirement plan into overdrive yeah honestly who knows what's coming it's true. we don't know this is that awakening for all of us to realize that we don't know what tomorrow holds or what it brings and if you have plans a retirement plan or something that you want to do in the next 10 years you got to fast track that you got to fast track that into the next five years or less and for a long time uh, I've been wanting to do something on the Big Island I don't want to go ahead and get into it now it's right but you've had this dream for years I've had it for years many times I've discussed it on the patron only podcasts Mm -hmm. and this is really going to be an opportunity for patrons only to buy in this will be it this will be the podcast where you fully explain it yes and And if you guys are interested in having a future in hawaii where you think you have no hope at all right now to be able to do it this could be your opportunity this could be your opportunity to buy a part of hawaii so tune in next week exactly and to all the patrons who continue to support the podcast Thank you so much, especially in these hard times. Thank you for everyone that leaves messages, these, the amazing reviews that we get, and anybody that just goes ahead and, 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 and puts extra money in our accounts. Mm-hmm. All you guys Thank are you so incredible much. during this hard time. We really do appreciate it. And if you haven't signed up and become a patron, I know that it might be a hard time right now for you, you know, and you want to get involved and you want to listen to these patron-only podcasts. Get on board. We're really becoming a patron family here, which I love. People are, you know, connecting with us and leaving messages. And it's just, it's been a wonderful feeling. It has been. You know, and we want to meet all you guys, the ones who haven't been out to Hawaii. Many people had planned tours with me. Right. You know, and many had planned trips this summer. And they had to. Cancel them. They had to cancel them. You know, I was really excited about meeting all you guys. And uh, it's going to have to be pushed off. But I want you to know that next week is going to give you something very hopeful for the patrons mm-hmm. to look forward to. Your own little slice of paradise. My little slice. My <laughs> little, yeah, my little utopia yeah. <laughs> of living in paradise. Just talk about how to live sustainable here in Hawaii and how to make it affordable. Yep. Right, and right on. Future plan. Right on. All right. Okay, guys, we're going to be ending this podcast with Anuhia. No time. I love this song. And so I this is too. also from the Kokua Festival. This is awesome. Yeah, And exactly. this song is all about how there's no time like now to get your shit done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so are you ready? Ready. Okay, ready? Shoot. Okay, guys. We'll see you next week. Aloha. Aloha. Why? Too cold.
caught up in life to live it I, I'm simply searching for the truth Honesty, no need for proof Left you crying, made me say The one who's losing will be me Never wanted that to be Speak of Allah, it's all the above, all the good, yeah. So that opens a right way range, Allah. Whether it's Pono, Mikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Allah. Be Pono, be righteous. Little 
make it higher. I wanna 